If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? If you would have asked me this question before I started using Rocket Money, I would have said yes, but let me tell you, I would have been so wrong. I can't believe how many I had and all the money I was wasting. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Do you ever feel like you're settling? For your foundation, that is. Maybelline's new Instant Age Rewind Eraser Foundation doesn't settle into fine lines and wrinkles. With SPF 20 and moisturizing pro-vitamin B5, this foundation not only provides medium coverage in a natural finish, but also protects and nourishes your skin. And the best part? The blurring sponge tip applicator makes application a breeze. Say goodbye to cakey, uneven foundation and hello to a flawless, radiant complexion. Try our new foundation today and see the difference for yourself at amazon.com slash instant eraser foundation. Hi, I'm Rachel Roberts. And I'm Megan Segura. And, and Rob, Rob cheated too? Yeah. Welcome to the Daily Dish, Bravo's official podcast. Today we're going to be talking about the Real Housewives of New Jersey finale and, of course, Vanderpump Rules. Yeah, we spoke to Sheena Shea a few weeks ago, uh, but she talks about this week's episode that we just watched, so be excited for that. So you're in a very different place now than you were at the end of season five. Yes. Oh, well, I'm single again, so that's the same. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, our correspondent, Eric J. Mack, will be stopping by to share his thoughts on the most Erica Jane moment of the week. I have a feeling it has to do with those boots. Yeah, I would not be surprised. Uh, and make sure you stick around because we'll have our Rose and Thorn of the Week and some fan shout-outs. So, Rachel, you're back. I am. Grace took over last week. And then I killed her. <laughs> no, I didn't. She's here. Say hi, Grace. I'm still alive. <laughs> uh, yeah, how I listened, it was great. Good job, Grace. Thank you. Uh, I, you. I listened and I agree that Ariana and Teddy are the same person. Oh, and we did get a comment about that, which we'll be shouting out at the end. Oh, I didn't see it. I'm yeah. excited to find out. So what were you doing? Why weren't you here? I was home because I'm from California, so I was in San Jose. Home of Shervin. Home of Shervin. I forgot. No, he's actually from Cupertino, but that's close to San Jose. But maybe he was there too. I did not run into him, which is such a bummer. I feel like you would notice if you ran into him. Oh my God, I'm sure we would hug and then we would just like hang out together. Yeah. And go drinking because that's what you do with Shervin, right? Right. Uh, yeah, no, my boyfriend met my parents for the first time, Ooh. so it was really intense, and then like five days later, I had a panic attack, and I had food poisoning on New Year's Eve. That's fun. <laughs> yeah, it was like really great. Wait, but was the panic attack a result of the food poisoning? I think it was a mix. I think yeah. it was like the panic attack brought on food poisoning, the food poisoning also brought on kind of like anxiety, so right. it was like a mix going on. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so... 
super fun way to ring in the new year. Did your boyfriend have to stay and babysit you or did oh, he yeah. go out? Oh, yeah. So uh, we, my parents got – so I'm from San Jose, but we were staying in San Francisco, and my parents have a timeshare there. So we got this, like, super fancy hotel room, and I invited some friends over. We're like, we'll eat, drink, and then we'll go out, and then we'll go down the Embarcadero and watch fireworks. We did this last year. It was super fun. Cut to like 8.30 and I'm throwing up and like having a panic attack. So everyone just comes over and we just like end up watching Andy Cohen on CNN. (laughs) (laughs) They're good friends for still coming over. I know and I I felt so bad. I mean I was feeling terrible but I also felt like emotionally terrible. I think that and that was also bringing out the panic attack because like I started not to feel well and then I was like but everyone's coming over. And it's New Year's, and so it was just not good. But anyway, I got to watch Andy and Anderson and uh, Don Lemon be, like, wasted. Oh, really? I didn't watch it. Oh. I, uh, if you guys didn't watch CNN's coverage of New Year's Eve, I highly recommend going to watch Andy and Anderson interviewing John Mayer and Dave Chappelle because it is – it was – there are no words. It just was so amazing. It just – Dave Chappelle's clearly very high. Yeah. Like, at one point – all Andy was like, so what do you guys do on your show? Because they like, have a show on the road, I guess. <laughs> and Dave's like, I think I'm going to let John handle that question. Like, he couldn't answer, like, what they even do. <laughs> and then John Mayer's like, well, it's not the loftiest of questions, so sure, I'll handle that. It's just, like, brilliant. Please go watch it. Uh, but, yeah, I didn't get to wear my dress, which I was really bummed about, which is one of the dresses that I bought when I was drunk. Oh, right. We referenced this, like, a couple episodes ago. Right. So, yeah. (laughs) Glad to be back in New York. Well, we're glad to have you back. (laughs) Let's get into some news and booze. Yes. Telephone, telegram, telegram. We're here with Laura Rosenfeld, news editor for The Daily Dish on BravoTV.com. Yes. Hi, Rachel. Hi, Megan. Hello. Yes, well, lots of news. Lots of news in the new year. Lots of booze. <laughs> well, new year, new man for Yolanda Hadid. <gasps> yes, she's got a new boyfriend. She's Ooh. off the market, you guys. <gasps> Good for her, because I hate David Foster now. Even though he's all over the place with Catherine McPhee? More so <laughs> because of that. There's, there are some PDA-packed picks of I know, them. I That's know, I sure. know. And I'm just like... So she. Yol- <laughs> so back to Yolanda. Yeah, but Yolanda did this one series about like a woman is always going to try to get your man, so you have to keep it like tight, always wear sexy underwear, and like she had like a whole list of why it's so easy to lose your man, like in Beverly Hills, and I always think of that. And it makes me oh, sad. Oh, that's mm-hmm. terrible. I know. Was that before her Lyme disease yes. battle? It was when she would be like my king. Yeah. yeah. It sounds like that time. Yeah. You know who else used to give advice like that? Miranda Kerr, when she was with Orlando Bloom, and they got divorced. Like, it's always women that give the advice of, like, you have to keep it sexy, or else your guy's going to lose you. And it's like, I don't think that's true. Right. I mean, that's obviously not true for you, Megan. Oh! <laughs> I don't know why I'm being <laughs> Apparently, Meg is in a state right now because I thought that would be like a ha-ha-ha. And she's like about to cry. I don't know what I just did. I'm sorry. I take it back. You're very sexy. Eric? <laughs> You're very sexy. You're very sexy. I'm sorry. Anyway, Yolanda, moving yeah. on. Yeah, Yolanda's moving on. Um, she has a new man. We don't know who he is. Oh. She's keeping the identity to herself for now. 
Do we know anything about him? A little bit. He's well. He's very private, as <laughs> as you might be able to tell from her not identifying him right. in the public. Uh, he's also a businessman. Mm. Not sure what industry, could, what type of business, but we've got that little bit of detail. That but could the, be anything. Yeah, I know. But the important thing is Yolanda says she is so in love right now. Let's all three give our best guess as to what this guy does for a living. I'll start and say I think he's a TV exec. Ooh. Good it, guess. It fits fits the bill. Yeah. Very on brand. Well, she... He, she met him. He knocked on her door at the farm. Is their meat cute? He just like magically appeared. Is how she describes mm. it. So oh. I'm saying something farm related. Oh, maybe tractor salesman. Yeah, exactly. Ooh. That's what I was gonna say. Traveling salesman. <laughs> Traveling salesman in 2018. <laughs> yep, that's my guess. <laughs> Traveling salesman. That's it. Uh, I was thinking real estate. Oh, Which maybe okay. he was like knocking on her door for me, like this land. Do you yeah. want to sell it? And like Mohammed, kind of. Yeah. She likes the real estate guys, maybe. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, she's off the market. <laughs> In case you were wondering, that's what she's saying. Ugh. And yeah, she is. She's she's got a great new life now. It seems. Good. Uh, she's living on the west coast. She has the farm. She's healing. She says she's healing from her Lyme disease battle. Uh, he's helping her heal. She never has to work another day in her life if she doesn't want to. Because Gigi and Bella, I'm That's sure true. they'll foot the bill. Hashtag proud mommy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so speaking of love, love is also in the air for the Vanderpump Rules crew, specifically Lala Kent. Uh-huh. Uh, as you know, there was a lot of talk about her boyfriend last season. Her man. Katie made a comment about my man. What the f*** did she say? Yeah, her man. (laughs) Last season. Yeah, there have been rumors. There have been reports circulating recently. And Lala has, like, now Lala is really going public with her man. She's posting a photo with him on uh, Instagram. She's expressing her love for him on Instagram. And so... So, guys, it's all cool. That's what we're saying. Be cool. Don't be all uncool. (laughs) And speaking of Luann, as we all... As many of us heard uh, Luann, uh, of Luann's arrest in Palm Beach uh, right before Christmas, uh, her Real Housewives of New York City castmates are starting to speak out and react to the news. And we heard uh, from, uh, E! News caught up with Bethany Frankel recently, and she commented on Luann's arrest. And uh, so what Bethany had to say was, quote, she's taking care of herself. She said she's in a good place. So, you know, like I said, we all have our flaws. Luann's no different. We all have high points, low points, times we feel confident, times we feel less confident, and so, but I'm sorry she's not here. Can you now repeat that, but do it in a Bethany voice? <laughs> she's taking care of herself. <laughs> That's a little bit like Regis Philbin. Yeah, I, I was, yeah. I think they're similar. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, like I said, we all have our flaws. Again, Regis Philbin. <laughs> I don't know why she's Regis Philbin to me. Uh, thank God that happened. Uh... So pretty nice, and I mean, one would hope and expect someone to be sensitive and empathetic about the situation. So nice to see that Bethany is being very supportive of Luann in this difficult time that she's going through. Yeah, I mean, they obviously have their history that wasn't so good. You f*** everyone! You are a slut and a liar and a hypocrite. Oh, very nice. And a snake. That's the truth. You know, I'm glad to hear that. But there are certain things that I think 
transcend the drama of the show, and then people get like really serious yes, and true. genuine. Yeah, they all have to come together. They're yeah. like family at this point. Yeah, they're family. They're friends. You know, the, we we all know that at the end of the day, they're all real friends, and they're all really going to come together and support each other in these times of need, mm-hmm. like Luann is experiencing. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you for sharing the news. My pleasure. And where can people find you, Laura? <laughs> I don't know if people are going to spell my name right, but um, it's a battle we all we all have. Yes. Uh, yeah, I'm on Twitter at L.A. Rosenfeld. And you guys can find links to all these stories in the description. And go to The Daily Dish at bravotv.com for even more. Yeah. All right, so this is going to be a little out of order, but it was the Real Housewives of New Jersey finale, so we wanted to get to that first. Yes. So this episode, we kind of begin with Teresa finally seeing Joe after what like eight months when Joe Gorgas said that I was like oh my god it's been a long time right because you know everything that we, we were you know, with Narna wait if you haven't been there since then I mean now you're talking seven and a half to eight months wow I'm a little concerned that's a long time not to see your husband that's a long time. And then is he, where is Fort Dick? It's up here. It's not, because he was at the one that Apollo was at, right? Which right. is farther away? Well, or was that always the one up here? Let's let Gra- Grace explain, because she has experience with Fort Dix. All right, Fort Dix. <sighs> Fort Dix is a military base in southern New Jersey with a, apparently, federal penitentiary uh, but also home to some youth soccer tournaments, which I participated in, I think, twice a year for ages 7 to 17. And no one was like, maybe you shouldn't have a soccer field for youths near a state penitentiary? I remember driving in with uh, Tori Winogora and Carrie Fippinger. And shout out. Shout out. Uh, and we'd be like, is that the prison? And Carrie's dad would be like, no, it's not. And we'd be like, it says prison. And we'd be like... So how many hours away is it, did you say? It's pretty far. So I'm from central Jersey, and it was probably, it's like, I think down towards Atlantic City. So it was like two hours from me. So it's probably like three and a half, four from where they are. Yeah. Mm. So I feel like Teresa kind of said it in her book, Standing Strong, but like that it is, you know, multiple hours away. And it's one she's thing. She's really busy. Yeah, she's four daughters. I mean, they all have their extracurricular activities. I'm sure it does get difficult, but still eight months. Yeah, I mean, I think that it's busy is just code for, like, I'm really mad at you. Right. To be honest, I'm nervous to see Joe after all this time. And I want to hear him say sorry, like, and really mean it. Because right? it's, it's, like, it's festering in my brain, and it's really bothering me. It really is. Like, I just... It's, it's something that I can't stop it. And that's how I know it, I definitely have to express it because if I keep it inside, it's not going to be a good thing. I, I'm just so confused as to what's going to happen with them because in, in what's even weirder to me is that they did have that conversation in front of the daughters. I'm, I was like, there must be a playroom that they went to, right? Or like something like know. now me and your dad are going to have some like personal time because I haven't seen him in a while. Like, right? I couldn't imagine that she was like, you need to apologize to me. But then she said he started crying, I started crying, then the girls started crying. I was like, wait, what? Like, So he apologized. Yeah, he did. Oh. He's, he's like, I'm so sorry. He's like, I'll never let anything like this ever happen again. 
And then I started crying, and then he started crying, and he hugged me, and the girls were crying. Right. I don't know. I, That's I, heavy. Yeah, it was really heavy. But I'm glad that, that he said he was sorry. But this is going to be kind of a theme, I think, this episode, because for me, we have a, a, a pattern of men doing wrong, and it's just like, you should be on your hands and knees begging forgiveness and being, I would be like, I mean, maybe he is and this is how he's dealing with it, but humiliated and be like, I am so sorry I did this to you. And I would say that every day, you right. know? But will his new body make it just <laughs> all wash away? Right, what does it look like? What does Joe look like? This is what I hope. I hope that Joe has like, I don't even know if I can say this, but it has like one of those like prison cell phones. And then he sends pictures to Teresa. So huh. she gets to follow his journey. I'm like thinking at it as if it's like Orange is the New Black and it's like these are real people. Right. Anyway. Um, hey, th- anyway, I just want to see his new body is what I'm saying. Yeah. No, I mean, we deserve a photo. So this little surprise party for Teresa, we only saw a little bit on the show, but in her book, I she talks about it a lot. And it was interesting in the book because she says, she and Melissa had to shoot some sort of promo earlier that day and like no one was really saying happy birthday to her. Like it was kind of awkward and it was because they were doing the surprise party. Yeah, but so Teresa she, doesn't know that. Right. So she was like miserable all day Aww. and then came home to that. But then she also threw shade at the cake Melissa brings in the book. Was it a cake of sprinkle cookies? So <laughs> I, I looked at it. It's kind of like a zebra print mm-hmm. cake. And Teresa said, Melissa usually has good taste. I guess just not when it comes to me. <gasps> just like, Jesus, Teresa. Like she was trying to help throw you a birthday party they're never I feel like this is as good as it's gonna get between them right exactly they're never gonna just be like peaches and cream right it's always gonna be like a little bit of salt and vinegar no not a thing oil and vinegar oh my god I'm Teresa (laughs) (laughs) it's really I often say that I got a little teary-eyed when she was talking to the kids about like it's gonna be really different when your dad comes back home yes because what does that mean, as you said earlier? I know. When he comes home, so many things are going to be different. So, yeah, we shall see. And she's got a little more time to figure out how she feels. Right. But speaking of big men, oh, no, this is last week's episode. I just, I, I was really impressed by Margaret's ex-husband. Oh, Jan. Yeah. He like, seems like a nice guy. I, I would not be big enough to be able to sit there and listen to her cry about leaving me and now my kids don't talk to her I would yeah. I mean, it takes a big person to be able to feel sympathetic and like yeah be there for her I but just was very impressed also not a pushover which I liked which he was like you chose a different life and I'd be lying if I said I didn't resent you for that right oh so good for a long time you were a great mother to the kids to my kids you had a great relationship with them but you chose a different life that's the way it is I'd be lying if I said I didn't give a sh**. I resent what you did, but I don't hold it against you. Anyway, just a shout out to Jan. <laughs> Love you, Jan. <laughs> Love you, Jan. <laughs> um, party is what I wrote down. <laughs> oh, Margaret's party. Margaret, yeah, it's everybody's birthday. Yeah. Okay. So Margaret made fun of the fact that Siggy has all these photos of herself in her foyer. <laughs> 
But then at Margaret's party, it's huge blown up photos of the same photo of her. <laughs> I thought it was weird that it was all the same photo. Because it is your birthday. Like, do what you want. People do that all the time where they like print out big photos of them. But yeah, the same ones. Right. Interesting. Interesting choices. Yeah. The pictures in the barge. I, I cannot believe that that's what her living room looked like, though. That they were able to make it so amazing. I know. Like, wh- how did that happen in, like, an afternoon? And the horse. What'd you think of the horse? <laughs> uh, well, the way that they, like, edited it, I thought she was going to, like, fall or something. Because everyone was like, like, yeah. <laughs> like, in, like, a coming up on. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, I feel like it's very slippery. Is that a real horse? No. Not how I would always want to enter a room, but right. imagine if you could always enter on a horse. I know. It just reminded me of Kelly Ben Simone's uh, uh, Hamden's home. Or was it her New York no, apartment? No, it's her New York apartment. And she has that huge horse statue just like sitting in the living room. And then next to it, there was a chair made of teddy bears. Do you remember this? Yes, that she made herself. That she made <laughs> Yep. Just glued a bunch of her kids' teddy bears to I mean, a chair. She literally did that. So it was a bear chair. Um, Margaret's birthday party. Yes. So many things. Uh, did we, did you think, oh my God, I don't even know what to, I don't even know where to start. First of all, I loved the decorations. Yeah. We talked about that a little bit. I loved the disco graveyard. I thought that was very cute. Right. The horse. Uh, did you think Siggy was lying? About the fall. My ankles throbbing. Tonight has been absolutely horrible. As I was getting ready for a party that I'm not even like super excited about going to, my heel missed a step and boom, I fell down 18 stairs. Okay, it was more like, I I wasn't sure because just seeing how she's been reacting to everything in real time, I was like, oh, she absolutely made it up. But then when Melissa said, bitch threw herself right down the stairs before she would want to go to Margaret's party. I'm sorry, that's what I did. I was like, well, that I could see (laughs) also. You know how much I love myself. I wouldn't throw myself down the stairs. I'm all about the sink. I thought she wasn't lying because why would you go to the effort of getting your makeup done? The fact that we had seen her getting her makeup done, I was like, then she's probably really getting ready to go. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app and answer a few questions. With Angie, you can book instantly at an upfront price or request and compare quotes from multiple pros so you can find the best price for your project. So the next time you have a home project, just Angie that and start getting the most out of your home. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code WONDERY to get 15% off your first month. 
Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. But that said, my favorite thing of this episode is Dolores talking to Danielle Staub, who's like, oh, I don't believe her. And she goes, you're such a slob, I can't. You're such a slob. I can't even speak to you. It's my favorite insult now. I know. <laughs> I'm going to talk like everyone is slob. It's just like the perfect encapsulation of like, you're a garbage person I don't need to deal with. You're a slob. Like, it's <laughs> so good. Oh, it's so good. I literally wrote down like, I'm only calling people slobs from now on. <laughs> uh, what did you think of her wig? I thought she looked like Diana Ross. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, she really does. I never thought that before. Yes. But she's got the big eyes. Right. And the face shape is very similar. Yes. And I was like, oh my God, she looks like Diana Ross, who would be at Studio 54, I think. Right. right? Isn't that what she would do? Um, but whether Siggy really did fall or not, she comes in a cast and basically is just like, yeah, I, I'm only here for them. I don't like you, Margaret. I, I don't want to be friends. I never called you and said we First wanted all, to be I'm friends. Gonna... I don't want to be friends. I came here to be with Teresa and Melissa. I could not believe that she did that. I just was like, I was watching with my roommate and she's she's from the South. She's from Atlanta. So she was like, does this woman have no class? And she like <laughs> clutched her pearls basically and just like you just, even if you think that, you don't say it. You're at, like, if you're going to take the effort to go to that person's house, just be like, happy birthday, thank you for inviting me, whatever, and then hang out with Teresa and whoever you just want to hang out with. Right. And I was kind of, I get why Teresa left with Siggy, but I was a little disappointed in her. Yeah, I, I think, I, I don't know. Maybe in the moment it felt good, right. but I think yeah, yeah. she's Looking watching back. this back, she's not going to think she made the right decision. Right. I mean, yes, leaving with Dolores, she should. I Yeah, I love Dolores. There were so many times during this episode that I just was like, first of all, the slob thing I just love. And I love her because she always isn't afraid to just be like, I think you're garbage. Right. Like, she'll just, like, <laughs> tell you, and it's amazing, and doesn't apologize for it. It's also just weird because... Siggy has said she's not coming back to the show. Bravo's issued a statement she's not coming back to the show. And that's like the first time I think a housewife has quit before the season was even over. Right. It's usually like maybe in between seasons yes. or like we find out even like right after or something. But it's never before the season has even ended. Right. Well, I think it was Melissa who said Siggy really does have a way out. And I was like, she does. Yeah. Look, I really do hope Siggy's not seriously hurt, but what are the chances that she literally falls on the way to Margaret's fabulous 50? She has a swollen, almost a broken ankle. If this is an excuse, genius. Yeah, the whole thing was bananas. I, like I said, we're watching it, and I was like, surely it's like over now. Siggy didn't come. But then there's like 15 more minutes in the episode. Right. I, I just, I was so shocked by her behavior towards Margaret. Yeah. Thank you. Um, we still have the reunion. And I, we've mentioned it before, but I was there, and I, I can't wait to see how they... Are you, considering that you were there, are you surprised that Siggy has said she's not coming back? Kind of, because the reunion, it didn't... 
I don't know. The way it ended did not lead me to believe that she would quit. Mm. And the fact that she came and stayed through the whole thing, I don't know. Because the only person that's never gone was Kim and uh, Jacqueline. It, who's Kim? Oh, Richards. Kim Richards. Uh, also uh, Maloof. Oh, right. Bev and Jersey. Yep. I remember when Jacqueline didn't go. Me too. I I loved this finale. And I feel like I liked this season of Jersey. And obviously all the Milan trip was like amazing. But like this finale was like, man, Jersey's so good. Yeah. I was just like so happy with it. So you weren't less invested because you knew Siggy wasn't coming back. No, not at all. That's good. If anything, I was just like, what is going to happen? Right. And then like it just, I just did not see her. Falling and then still coming. Yes. I thought maybe she would bail and not show up, but, like, I did not see that. I mean, obviously, who sees, like, falling coming? (laughs) (laughs) But, ugh, you're such a slob. Maybe that's the title of the episode. Okay. (laughs) You're such a slob. But moving on from the finale, on to Vanderpump Rules. Yes. I can't believe it's only episode four or five. So much has happened. I know, I know. I was like, surely it's been on for Every months. Every episode is a new twist and turn. And like, Jax came in and he was like, just wait. Like, it starts off with me, but it's just it's everyone. And right. I was like, yeah, 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 sure. I didn't think it would be everyone in the first like five minutes. Like, we're just going through the guys now. Like, who's next? Sandoval? Did you cheat? Did you cheat, Sandoval? I mean, I did have that thought considering that they aren't having sex. And in that's he cheated on Kristen in <gasps> Vegas when with they, Ariana, but even a different girl oh, right, too. Right, right, Vegas girl, Vegas he girl. Back he, with he's her from my she's in from the Miami. shower without a condom, and it was when he and Kristen were going through a dry spell. <gasps> I, I'm just so disappointed in all of them. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know why. Like. It should be just like, yeah, uh huh, of course. But it's like, I don't know. Ari, I love Ariana. You, I think, have been very, in general, upset lately with like the men on Vanderpump. Yes. I mean, obviously, those of you who listened last week, I like lost my mind over Schwartz, not just cheating, but calling someone else Bubba because, like, what the hell? But I get it. He's probably wasted. He was like, that's what he says to someone that he would be making out with. But that made me think it did happen because if you're that wasted that you're calling somebody else, you probably are just making out with somebody else too. Right. I also just feel that I bet he really doesn't remember. Like, oh, absolutely. And that's why he feels no remorse or guilt because he's like, I don't remember. So like that shows you how drunk I was. Okay, but remember when I got really, really, really drunk over summer and then you show me the video of myself <laughs> dancing? I still get flashes of that and yeah. I'm mortified. Right. Mortified. Right. So, Which, by the way, you shouldn't be. You're just dancing. <laughs> I know, but later I'm also eating french fries. <laughs> it's not, I can't walk. It's not great. Uh, anyway, I've done things that I've been mortified about, but like, again, all of these men I don't understand in general. Like, if I find out I do something terrible, I feel so awful. I would just be begging forgiveness. Right. Not like, why aren't you over it? Really, I need my guys' nights. Blah, 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 blah. And while I really don't 
appreciate seeing people in relationships setting rules and like ultimatums I think in this instance it is perfectly reasonable to be like all right multiple times now you've gotten so drunk you don't know what's happening and you're not able to be in control of what you're doing you're not allowed to take shots anymore and I'm sorry that's just going to be a boundary I set but what I think should be happening is Schwartz to have the wherewithal well, to be of like in a perfect world I get so wasted right. that I cheat on my wife maybe I won't take shots anymore like I just uh, how hard is that like he should sh- and she deserves that like if I, I was with anyone and they had that behavior and their response wasn't I'm gonna get my shit together to make sure I never hurt you again that's a red flag for me it's also I think because for me if someone said you can't take shots anymore I'd like Done and done. I don't really take them to begin with. But then you watch the rest of this group, and I guess there is that, like, it's a different environment. It's like college. All the time. I mean, even the way Britney was drinking in this episode. All drinking. Vodka soda. Or do you guys want to do a shot first? I'll just have a drink. Yes. You're on the beverage list, and here's a white one. I think we're going to start. Thank you. With shots. Okay. Like, shots, shots, shots. All the time. And all of them drink like that. Right. I remember like two seasons ago, Sheena said something like, she ordered, she was like, no, I'm actually going to take it easy. So just Jack and Coke. Yeah. (laughs) What? That's not what you drink when you take it easy. Like what? Uh, Yeah, I just, I mean, I get it because like I worked at a bar when I was in my 20s, like if you live that lifestyle, it's so easy to just, like, that's what you do. You just drink. You hang out at the bar. You hang out with your friends who work at the bar, too. So you're all drinking till like, 5 in the morning. And then you get up late. And then you go back to the bar. Like, that's what you do. So I get it to that extent. But, like, I think it's interesting to watch Vanderpump Rules, especially now, because all of them are at this crossroads where they're like, I kind of got to get my shit together. But they're not ready to do that yet. Right. So that's, like, the constant struggle. Whereas, like, five years ago, even, it was just kind of like, oh, look at these, like, messes kind of, like, figuring out their lives. But now it's like, no, they, your life needs to be figured out now. Well, and I kind of actually said this to Rachel O'Brien last week when she was in. But I was like, I don't understand why any of these guys get married or settle down. I was like, because you're at a point in your life, you're bringing in money from the show, you're able to get drunk and get paid for it. And uh, on top of that, you have girls at bars throwing themselves at you. What is, like... Love, Megan. Okay, but then give it up. <laughs> like, you you don't yeah, have to be married. To, yeah. So why would you choose to, at the height of this, settle down? If that's what you want, you've got to give up part of it. Um, I think you'll like this reference because Ben Affleck is in this oh, movie. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Uh He's just not that into you. Right, love There's that movie. There's this scene with Ben Affleck and... What's his Jennifer name? Jennifer Aniston. Oh. Bradley Cooper, thank you. Uh, and Bradley Cooper's like... And Ben Affleck is... So the whole... If you guys haven't seen this brilliant yeah. film... <laughs> <laughs> the whole movie, Ben Affleck is like, I don't believe in marriage. I don't want to get married. And Jennifer Aniston's like... Um, but Bradley Cooper is married to... What's her name? Uh, uh, Jennifer Connelly. Oh, my God. Thank God you're here, Molly. I was like, she's in The Hulk. Um, And so Bradley Cooper's talking about why he got married. He's like, well, time went on, and it seemed like the next thing to do, so we got married. And that... Did she give him an ultimatum? Yes. 
Okay, the fact that both are uh, one of our other producers, Molly and Rachel, have an encyclopedic knowledge of he's just not that into you. A movie which famously sat on the shelf for three years before being distributed so that all of the references are three years outdated by the time it came out in theaters. Like, I can't believe that both of you have seen this movie enough times to... But, but I will say, it is a very good movie. Every <laughs> no, time it's, it's on, I watch all it. The time on the E-Network, okay? It is. I wanted to hate this movie so badly. Like, I went into it being like, this is going to be a piece of shit. I fucking hate this movie. And I cannot help but, like, love, own that movie. Like, this I love that Drew movie. Drew Barrymore, Jennifer Goodwin, yes. Justin yes. Long. Yes. You need to give Justin it a rewatch. Long. He's adorable. Scar Joe. Okay, but wait, I want to go back to what anyway, you were saying. Because you were saying that it, it like kind of, it bings a light for Ben, I think is what you're about to say. The Bradley Coop, okay. Oh, no, it's just that Ben is there, and he's like, <laughs> I, I know that's why I brought, he's talking to Ben Affleck, but later Ben Affleck realizes because of other things that he actually does want to marry Jennifer Aniston, um, and he proposes with the in the pants. I remember. Uh. <laughs> Anyway, but I always think of that when I think of men because I do think there are two types. There are ty- there's the Ben Affleck and there's the Bradley Cooper. There's the Ben Affleck who's like really in love and like will like commit to someone whether it's like obviously eventually does marry her. But then there's the Bradley Coopers who just like don't want to be in a marriage and don't want to be committed and it's n- they don't it, they don't look at marriage the same way. Like Ben Affleck takes marriage very seriously, which is why he doesn't want to get married. Bradley Cooper could give two about it and it just so then who do you think Schwartz is I think that he wants to be Ben Affleck but he's acting like a Bradley Cooper fair fair assessment but it just it always I always think of that (laughs) I always think of that scene from the great oh my god what's the name of the movie He's just not. Oh, that he's into just you. not that into you. I'm losing. I keep wanting to say how to lose a guy in ten days. A movie which I also love. A much, much better movie. Frosted. Anyway, um, okay. So from one. <laughs> sorry, that took a way no. big turn. No, I like it. Thanks. From one cheater to another. Now we find out maybe Rob has cheated on Sheena. No, no, but no. He makes, doesn't like kissing. Right, right. But what makes me more mad? Is that earlier in the episode, Katie is saying to Ariana, no one gets to light fires and walk away anymore. We gotta get to the bottom of it. Because no one gets to light fires and f***ing walk away anymore. Because okay. that's f-ing not No one fire and walk no, away. No, I don't want to do that. No I don't want to be that person. She does it too. And may I remind you, it was in season two when Katie, Tequila Katie, gets so drunk, she says to Stassi, well, you know Kristen had sex with Jax. And that's how we found out that whole rumor. <gasps> what a great reminder. They all carry so much shit about each other. Right. And like just wait to release it. If I had that knowledge about someone, I would tell them as like a, I want you to know so you have all the information. Well, that's what Ariana tends to do. She like finds something out and then like two seconds later, she's like, hey, by the way, this is a thing. Right. Like, that's true. I mean, uh, I still think she should work on her timing and yes. not do it, like, in the middle of a party. But still. Yes. Um, yeah, like, it's so it's so evil how they kind of hold on until just the right moment to be like, well, your boyfriend's cheating, too. It's terrible. Oh, but we also find out in this episode the Ariana is just not having sex. Because she was in... Oh. 
an emotionally abusive relationship. And she had opened up to us about it first. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to do the show because I was in a relationship with someone who was extremely emotionally and mentally abusive towards me, mm-hmm. who told me Sheena was a piece of shit that I shouldn't be friends with her. She's fake. He literally hated every single thing about her and every single thing about reality television in general. And I had already had fears as an actor of being around it. So he really, I just think, played into those fears. Maybe not on purpose, but... It really, like, I was deathly, I was like, he's going to kill me. He's going to he's gonna break up with me if I'm even on this show for a second. So you can listen to that full interview uh, in an episode called A Long Day. From last April. But yeah, I was, I was upset t- t- to hear that, obviously, because that's terrible. But also because I feel like Tom and her relationship is so beautiful to me. And he really loves her yeah. so much. And the fact that she's still so affected when, like, she has this person that clearly, like, does nothing but, like, worship her. I mean, who knows? We don't know behind closed doors or whatever. It just made me... It just... It's just so sad. Yeah. I also just loved that Lala was shocked. You don't even give him blowies? (laughs) (laughs) Handies? I don't really crave, like, a P in the V sitch. Okay. Pretty much ever. Yeah? It kind of was, like, uncomfortable for my vagina. So you just give him blowies? Uh... No. (laughs) You just finger bang? It's sweet to see how supportive Lala is of Ariana, though. And sweet and... Yeah, because I feel like we haven't gotten the chance to see her as a girlfriend, because she only ever had James. Right. Lala's actually a really awesome, like, girl you want in your corner, like, cares about other women. She's like a good girlfriend. Yes. And I feel like it's refreshing to see it on this show, because what... I'm going to say it. What Stassi needs from a girlfriend and what Katie needs from a girlfriend, I think it's not what a good girlfriend is always. Right. It's like blind loyalty. They don't actually ever support each other in the way that I think is Lala is doing right now. Right. And then we see it later with Brittany, too, when she's listening to Jax, which made my blood boil, too, Lala. <sighs> Let's talk about that. Okay, yes. so Jax is talking to some guy about the whole cheating thing and how well your favorite line if a squirrel came up to me with a pussy i would have fucked it i wanted attention right yeah, i understand but it's deep-rooted if a squirrel would look to me with a pussy i would have fucked it i wanted the attention but britney is so drunk when she goes into that room but like i uh, know uh, i am in no way saying that i defend Jax, but i was just like oh britney like you've really you've had too much because it's like i don't know again nothing good's going to come out of this conversation right but i think that's fine because like that's what happens you get drunk and then you have like everything that's like boiling under the surface comes out like that's what happens in life so i wasn't i was like of course she's going to go in there and like Again, though, I understand that she's drunk, but I don't even think that that was Jax's problem with the conversation. It was like he was like, I just don't want to deal no, with I it. No, I know. I, I, his thing is just completely separate from that. I mean, I cannot believe that he's sitting there talking to Carter, which, no beard? What? Um, I like didn't recognize him. Oh, like I guess I episode. didn't recognize that was him. <laughs> yeah, that was Carter. Uh, but he's talking to Carter about it and saying the terrible squirrel line and defending his behavior, which, like, again, you, there's no defense. Which, I'm married to medicine this week. It's this week's episode. Yeah. Curtis goes in, and the only reason why Dr. Jackie was able to forgive him is, like, I take full responsibility for everything. Yeah. 
Learn from Curtis. Definitely not enough groveling. No! Curtis also sent her a gift every day. So someone else at the party who's probably had too many drunken jelly bears, uh, Ariana. Yes. Because <laughs> when Brittany even comes over, she just starts crying. I, I love so you fu- so much. I'm so fucked up right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I love you so much. I love you. I love you so much. But we find out that there is audio that Faith sent to James, who then sent it to Lala, that Jack's saying things like, I'm never going to marry her. I don't even love her. Terrible things. Disgusting. It's It's despicable. Faith sent me the recording, and I sent it to Lala. Honestly, it does put me in an awkward situation because I'm friends with Faith, and I am friends with Jax now, and Brittany's such a sweet girl. It's a mess. Which I think is the truth. Like, I, I, I just... I think that he wants to love Brittany, but I don't think that he does. Right. I think that he, he, I just don't think, not that he's not capable of love, but I just don't think that he, he wants that. He just doesn't know how to get it. Mm-hmm. And it, he's know. kind of like, yeah. to quote another movie, I'm sorry, Bridget Jones's Diary, when Hugh Grant is like, if I can't make it with you, who can I make it with? But and I want Bridget, I want Brittany to be Bridget and say, that's not good enough for me and walk away and be with. What's his name? Colin Firth. Oh, my God. Why can't I remember his name? Darcy. Mark Darcy. Yeah, I'm just disappointed in him. I think he wants to love her. And I think he probably does. He just doesn't know how. I just hate it. I think it's going to get worse next week, too. You know, don't you? Have you watched it? Ah! I watched it. Jax, I just want... We were rooting for you. (laughs) We were all rooting for you. Anyway. So a few weeks ago, Sheena was in the office, and we got a chance to talk to her. This was after she and Rob have broken up in real time, but we also touched on the rumors that were in this episode. Well, I hope that's not Because, like, in that case, if Sheena, maybe you shouldn't be so concerned about my relationship, because guess what? You and I have more in common than we might think. Sheena, girl, you're not that much different than me. There's also people telling me that your boyfriend's making out with people. So... Let's just get it all out there. You should also be aware this was recorded before Jax's dad passed away. And also to note, uh, in the beginning, we're talking about our newly decorated studio, which if you are a real fan, would already have seen it on our Instagrams and Twitters. Because we're talking about how she keeps in such good shape, and that kind of came from this amazing photo we have the Vanderpump Rules cast all in their skivvies. I love that we have these um, these photos in here. I know, right? Yes. I mean, mm. tell us about, like, at what point. Yeah, when did this happen? That was, like, a year ago. Because I chopped my hair around New Year's. So that was a little over a year ago. I was still with Shay when we shot that. I have a wedding ring in. What is oh, my the, right. Yeah. Right. What is the diet exercise regimen that leads to looking like that? Thank you. A uh, personal trainer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but now, honestly, like, I wish I could say I still eat as healthy as I used to. I don't. 
Um, because I just, I love food and people like don't believe that. I'm like, no, I eat cheeseburgers every week. People always tell me to, and I take their advice and I do it. (laughs) But I mean, I love Mexican food. I love pasta. So those are things that are in my regular diet, but I make sure to work out at least four times a week. And I do have a personal trainer and I have some things at home where if I'm just like watching like an episode of Grey's Anatomy or something, I'm like, I will watch the show. And then during the commercial break, like do as many crunches as I can and then watch the show. And so like... (laughs) I have these little things that I do at home when I can't make it to the gym with my trainer, but I mean, a personal trainer isn't relatable for everyone, but that's what helps me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, for a proper introduction, everyone, we are here with Sheena. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And, uh, you know, we told you that's the last time you were on the podcast, but our theme song is Shake That. Yes. Okay, I've heard that. Now, how much would we have to pay you to record an original song for our podcast? Like right now? I mean, right now, oh, in the future. In general. Yeah, oh, my God. General. James and I should do that. For, <gasps> yes. Like, seriously. That's our dream. Literally, like, no. if James could do it, it would be so that awesome. That would be, okay, let's do it. Let's okay. make it happen. All right. Okay, you heard yeah. it here, folks. She said it. She we, said yes. But, <laughs> we've talked about doing a song together recently, but um, it hasn't happened yet. So I'll tell him now we have a job opportunity. And we got to get this done. Okay, yes, I'm so please. glad to know, though, the music career, Isn't not done. dead. It's not a career. It's more of a hobby. And it's right. something that I always had fun doing on the side. Like, I mean, if you know me, you know I'm not, like, shy to be in the center of attention on stage. So that was something that was always fun and performing. And now I'm actually going to continue the on stage performing aspect but not singing with acting I'm gonna be starring as Robin Brown in sex tips for straight women from a gay man um in Vegas starting January 4th oh my god how exciting yeah I heard that and it's so excited yeah do you have a best sex tip um up twist over and down nice come see the show and you'll know what it means (laughs) (laughs) Uh, well, we just want to say welcome back to season five. Six. Six. Oh, my gosh. I'm I so know. Sorry. I, I can't believe it's been six years. Yeah. I mean, more than that, probably. I can't either. Uh, so you're in a very different place now than you were at the end of season five. Yes. Oh, well, I'm single again, so that's the same. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're single, are you are you dating now or are you taking a break? Um, not interested in dating right now. Rob is still very much in my life we're very good friends we talk almost every day we still hang out every week so as much as we're not together anymore we still spend so much time together that I'm I'm not even interested in spending that time with anyone else I'm just focused on myself right now my career and this next chapter of my life moving I've never moved lived in Southern California my whole life so this is a time that I don't want to spend dating and I just want to spend focusing on myself and my career where are you moving? Vegas. Oh, my god! Oh, yeah. No, I have to move. This is a full-time job. Oh, wow. So I'll be there for four to six months, starting January oh 4th. Right, because we've seen Sonia did, like, a brief stint in yeah, the show. Yeah, mine's Gigi. not brief. Mine's no. four months initially, and then depending on a season seven, when that would start, I may extend or not. I'm not sure. But as of now, I'm there January 4th to May 6th. Well, wow. congratulations. Thank you. That's so exciting. Yeah, seven to eight shows a week. Wow. I'm off on Wednesdays. So I will be traveling back to LA. I'll still be at Sur. Like, I'm still keeping all of that up. But I will be living full-time in Las Vegas. That is crazy. I didn't realize it was that involved. Yeah, I didn't either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I actually have to move on Christmas. Wow. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good luck. 
Yeah. So we'll, we'll have Christmas Eve and then Christmas Day. I'm just not going to go on social media. It's just like going to be like skipping Christmas, like Christmas with the cranks. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Well, is it weird for you or Rob to be watching the season now? We actually watched the first episode together. You did. Lala, her man, came over. There was like her brother was in town. We had like a couple friends over. And it was fun to watch it together, but that was just the first episode. I don't know if we're going to want to watch every episode together. Right. But I didn't know how he was going to feel about it because he was very hesitant to do the show. But he knew that my life is my job and my job is my life. And they kind of go hand in hand. There's no separation. So he knew how important it was for me to show that side of my life because that for the past year was the biggest part of my life. It was the happiest part. And he did it for me. Things didn't go as we wanted. They went the way we um, were afraid they would, but we got through it. And uh, yeah, it was it's interesting to see me with someone new. So I can imagine how that is for the viewers seeing me with Shay for so long. But now it's like for me, I'm like, oh my god, that's Rob! Like it's so exciting, right? But it is it is weird because I mean, you again, it's an edited version of our lives. So seeing bits and pieces is different but it was fun at least for the first episode watching that together and making fun of ourselves like I love doing that I wish we could bring the people's couch to like our apartment but have just like our cast watching our show like critiquing ourselves making fun of ourselves because that's what we do when we watch it I'm not talking shit about the other cast members I'm making fun of myself right and I just think that's so entertaining like I should do like a live stream or something one night watching the show yeah so Lala and her guy still together yeah Mm-hmm. Okay, but you and Rob kind of taking a break. Yeah. And Stassi and her boyfriend on the outs. Do you think the show plays a part in it? Because we don't see Lala's boyfriend. Um. Well, he is a very private person. He doesn't want that. And Rob's the same way. I mean, him and Rob talked a lot before doing the show. But um, Lala's man will never be on the show. He said if she's a housewife, maybe. So if we ever graduate, <laughs> you may see him. But, um, wait, sorry, what was I doing? <laughs> Just do you think that the fact that he did come on the show, has that at all played a part in the breakup? Yes and no. Like, you'll see probably in, like, I don't know, maybe episode three or four, what was said about him that made it difficult. And that was kind of the moment where he goes, okay, this is exactly what I was afraid of happening. Mm. Like, it that's not his job. Like, he's not a cast member. He just was you know, a part of my life and wanted to show those parts, but then got completely thrown into the lion's den. A rumor is brought up and I'm not going to spoil anything. It'll all play out and you'll see that. But it was just really frustrating. And this was like the reason why he didn't want to do it in the first place and was just like, I don't want this part of your world to be in my life. And as much as he wants me in his life and I am still in his life and we are still amazing friends, the whole reality world aspect of it just scares him and he doesn't want to be a part of that anymore. But he tried and he did it for me because he loves me. But, yeah. Speaking of his hesitation, were you surprised that Stasi had Patrick on the show? I was shocked. Really? Because, I mean, I've known Patrick for years, ever since, like, season what, two or three. And when I heard he was filming, her and I, I don't even think we're really talking at the time, but I text her and I was like, oh my God, like, I'm so happy for you. Like, I know this must mean so much to you that he's finally filming. And she was like, yeah, we just filmed last night for the first time. Like, thank you so much. And then I don't know everything that happened, but seeing just in the preview and 
that part of like them breaking up like that's that's hard to watch because I know how much it meant to her to get back with him like that was her person and then to bring him on the show and for it to still not work it's like I can relate I get it and it sucks yeah it was kind of sad to see that you and Stassi don't seem very friendly this season um you'll see shifts in that up and down um I just think that it's unfortunate that I do group Kristen, Katie, and Stassi together, but they have so many similar traits, and we're just, we don't mesh well together. It's like we've tried to force this friendship for so long, and sometimes it's organic, and then sometimes it's forced, and then sometimes they're just so mean that I'm like, I don't want to be friends with you anymore, but then sometimes they're so amazing that I'm like, no, I love being friends with you, and you'll see a lot of that this season, but Stassi and I did have a drunken emotional conversation and um yeah it's just it's very up and down with us but I think you'll see a lot of that play out this season it's so funny because when she was in the office a few days ago she said the almost exact same thing you guys just don't vibe well yeah and that's okay but it's just there's something that you guys don't mesh I think we have very similar a type personalities we're both leaders we're both used to being the ones who get what they want and this is my way and this is my way. And it's just like there are a lot of things that we're so similar with that we just butt heads and we just clash. And it's like, well, she has to give in to me to get my good side, but then I have to give in to her to do that. It's like mm. they're just little things that I don't have issues with any of my other friends over. And for some reason with Kristen, Katie, and Stassi, it's just like I'm like, no, but it is you guys because my 30 other friends aren't like this. So right. I just don't think we mesh well, but – I mean, I still, I was just saying, I have so much love and respect for every cast member. I may not like all of them. There are quite a few of them I don't like, but I love everyone. I mean, we're all on this journey together. It is an ensemble cast. I mean, we all bring something different to the show, and the show wouldn't be the same without any one of us. It's like, yeah, it could go on, but it wouldn't be the same. And at one point in my life, each of them has been there for me and supported me, and for that, I'll always love them, but... I don't like them for some things they did this summer. Mm. <laughs> oh, can you al- allude to anything specifically? It, just, it has to do with Rob and rumors, and mm. but I mean that's it's the game we play with each other. So right, you were really there for Brittany when you know the whole Jack's cheating rumors. You know, rumors mm-hmm. again come up, and we find out he did, and she's still with him. You're such a strong gal like we see the way you sort of deal with things Mm -hmm. and relationships and what do you think about that that she's staying with him it frustrates me it really does but I mean I also like I love Jackson as much as he can be an asshole and be a terrible person he has a good heart and he has those good qualities that she's hanging on to that so I understand it and especially right now his Dad is battling stage four cancer. She's not going to kick a guy when he's down, no matter what he did to her. She's that good of a person that she's still going to stand by him because he needs her. And no matter how much he hurt her, she's still there for him. So it's like it frustrates me because I'm like, you're too good for him. You're better than this. But from like a friend standpoint, I'm like, I mean, I get it. Like they've been in each other's lives the past couple of years. They've been through a lot together. And as much as I think she should have walked away, I do understand the reasons why she hasn't. Uh, you know, it all came came out at your birthday party. Yeah. 
are birthday parties cursed? I think they are. I think my birthday parties are cursed. I mean, I specifically left Katie and Stassi uninvited, so like nothing would happen and it would just be fun. But I mean, little did you know? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've left Kristen off the invite list before and then something still happens. So yeah. Um, but I think I want to continue having birthday parties just to see what's going to happen next. <laughs> Please do. Yeah. So we play this game on the show. It's called Sophie Stanbury Choice. It's Sophie Stanbury here. Get the tunes on because I'm ready for the dance, bitch. All right. Would you rather be in a recording studio all day with Shay recording a new song or in a recording studio with Brandy recording her podcast. Brandy, all day long. Oh, yeah. She's asked me to be on her podcast, but out of respect for Lisa, I haven't accepted that offer yet because I won't do anything like that with Brandy that could disrespect or upset Lisa. But if Lisa's okay with it, I would love to do Brandy's podcast. I think she's hilarious. So are you saying there's still bad blood between? I try not. I mean, Lisa... We have that friendship level, but she is still my boss and my superior. And I try not to get too involved in her personal life because she's way involved in ours. And I think that's enough for her. Right. (laughs) So whenever there is like, I mean, there were like a few tweets that Brandy and I had exchanged. And I think it had kind of hurt Lisa's feelings. And I'm like, I didn't. It was just like for me, like before Lisa and I knew each other, Brandy and I had a feud for years already. So to be able to kind of squash that and be cool with each other. And when I see her out, like I ran into her at Coachella and like Rob and her boyfriend like hit it off and they were talking and we hung out. And it's like whenever I see her just to be able to not get that like evil eye death stare, it feels good. So I would definitely rather be with her all day than recording a song with Shay. Awesome. Well, I think to end this interview, you have a pin tweet. It says 2017, a year of doing me. If you don't like it, I probably don't like you. What is 2018? I think I'm just going to change the seven to an eight in that tweet. (laughs) (laughs) Like it still applies. Yeah, (laughs) because I, I really felt that way this year. But as much as I was doing me, it was I was in a relationship and I was doing everything to make sure that like Rob was happy and like his life was going good with his production company and like doing everything I could to help him that I really wasn't doing me. And 2018, that is all I'm doing. I'm moving out of L.A. for the first time in my life. I'm taking on a job that I normally wouldn't have, especially if I was in a relationship. If they offered this to me to audition, I would have been like, yeah, that's cool. Thanks, but no thanks. Like, I don't want to move away from my man. So 2018 really is going to be a year of doing me. So I think I'm just going to change the seven to an eight. Oh, I love that. Yeah, you're Sheena Shea. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you. Okay, guys. So we had that interview with Sheena a couple weeks ago, but Laura Rosenfeld, who gave us our news of booze earlier, tipped us off that Rob Valletta called into the Watch What Happens Live after show this earlier this week and talked about their relationship with Sheena. And so we had to watch it and give our analysis. Um, well, this is interesting because um, Rob. Oh, I love a turtleneck, Andy. I hate a turtle. Oh, do you? On a man with a suit. Hey, Andy. See, I, I leave you alone with Cena for one second. You're already trying to set it up with other guys. I know. <laughs> I actually feel a little embarrassed that I just. A, are we going to have to have a talk? Well, I don't know. Well, are you broken up or not? I mean, she and I have been broken up for a little bit, but literally, our our relationship has maintained the same 
for the last 12 years. Like we are then each other's hasn't. best friends, and and uh, um, the same you know that so has been in and out of relationship for a lot of 12 years. It's been great. How Rob, I want to know why you don't like to kiss. <laughs> Good question. <laughs> you know, I don't like to kiss in public. There's a difference. Oh. Okay. Still in private, not the biggest kisser. <laughs> you know. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. If if you're not kissing your girlfriend in private, that's not Did good. That you're kissing Sheena someone else. Was moving too fast? Oh, you think? I don't think that that is what happens. I just think that you don't have enough chemistry. All, no. I mean, it, it. To full transparency, you know, everything everything happens for a reason. Sheena and I have, have truly always had a great amount of respect for each other and always loved each other the truth is, it's, it's really hard in her circle of friends it's like individually when they're by themselves they're really great people but you put that group of people together and it's and they're savages they come after you and it's really hard to have a successful relationship in in with those people coming and attacking you from all sides and um at the end of the day we've done a great job of communicating really well and supporting each other and and being there for each other. And at the end of the day, we have a great relationship because we communicate through everything and, and we always support each other. And, and if it's not, like you know, right now, breath. then it's in the future. And, and yeah, we know that and we're okay with Good that, call. but it's, it's really hard, you know? Her world is sometimes really hard she, to She's to like secure. about to cry. Uh, before I let you go, anything you want to add to this conversation? Well, I just want, I, would you ever leave the show to be with Rob and sort of end the, the difficulties between you guys? I said that, but he said he would never let me do I, that. I, I would never let her do that. At, at the end of the day, you know, I know how important the show is to her, and I, and I support her with that. And, and, you know, like I said, everything happens for a reason. As long as we are positive with each other and always supporting each other, um, everything is going to happen, you know, the way it's supposed to. So in two I charge years. by the hour if you ever need <laughs> All right. more mediating. Thanks, Rob. Good to talk to you, man. I think that's important. Like, if you are, if your boyfriend is saying, we can't be together because of this thing. And you're like, oh, well, I'll get rid of this thing. Oh, I, I couldn't let you do yeah, that. Yeah, he doesn't want to be with her. You He's don't, just don't want to be with you. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Bringing it full circle. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I really think he's just not that into you. Right. Why would you want to be with someone that's not a big kisser? <laughs> Maybe you're not a big kisser. I don't know. That's weird to me. That's weird. I don't know, but I do think that, like, there's a... St- I find that kissing happens a lot in the beginning, and then you kind of, like... Like, I don't have, like, full-on makeout sessions with my boyfriend anymore. But, like, you do kind of at the beginning... Yeah, but it's not like we don't kiss. We uh, we do. Yeah, but it's like I don't know. Like I always think about like <laughs> I don't know. If this is too much. But when I was like in college, I would make out with people all the time and like making out. I don't know. But I've like moved past that stage in my life. You just get it's straight to the boning. Yeah. No, I just mean like uh, it's what you do at a bar. Or it's what you do when you meet someone, you know what I mean? So it makes sense to me that he would have made out with a girl at a bar. Like, that's what you do when you're single and you're out and about and you're just making out with people, you know? I also think I'm maybe affectionately needy. I require 25,000 kisses a day. Oh, wow. 25,000? How do you even get into work? <laughs> no, that was too much. 24,999. Oh wow! Uh, but yeah, her face while he was talking was like not good. No. She's 
she's no, like no, I don't no, care no. what they've said. No, she's in it still. Yeah. And I when she was in the office, she seemed very cool, calm, and collected. But it's very different than when you have the person talking about you to you. You know, it's very what a strange. Like, what other people are in that situation? Oh, we're getting your ex on the line. We're going to talk about what happened to your relationship in front of millions of people. But as we're saying this, like, I do kind of get the, like, there's always, I feel like it's a thing that I've heard before. Like, I would never want you to give up who you are or what you're doing for me. Like, that sacrifice is too big. Like, I don't, Yes, you know. But then you get over it and you still... Like, then he should get over it and just I, – I, I just don't even get that. These, this group is savages. I can't be around them. Then okay. also my thing is then don't be. Yeah. Don't hang out with them. You She's see not around them all the time. No. I mean, like, how often do you hang out? I mean, I don't know. You're married, so I, and you've been married for a long time, so you probably have, like – it's a different – I've only known my boyfriend for two years, but, like, he very rarely hangs out with me and my friends. Like – I hang out with him. We have, like, a couple that we like, hang out with. Or, we're like, I'll hang out with his friends from time to time. But most of our time together is right. ourselves. I mean, I don't let Aaron have friends. Right. But right. I um, forgot. I forgot. Yeah. I mean, that's a very Yolanda Hadid thing. <laughs> <laughs> we have to talk about that dinner party on The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Yes. Camille! I A couple weeks ago, when we were talking about Beverly Hills, you said... <clears throat> that you're kind of loving Dorit, and I was, like, worried that in a couple episodes maybe you wouldn't feel that way. How do you feel after watching this? After watching last week's episode, I was like, she's back. <laughs> it's just, yeah. It, she's. I was talking to this with Eric J. Mack earlier, and she's the kind of girl that you, like, love to go out with, but the moment you have to go to, like, a dinner party with her, like in this episode, you're like, oh, no, I hope she doesn't say anything crazy. I really like her drunk. She's so <laughs> funny to me. I do love that Teddy calls her a show pony because it's like that's clearly how she Teddy <laughs> categorizes people. What kind of horse would you be? <laughs> when Dorit starts talking crazy talk is when I just honestly, sometimes she's a little bit of a show pony and sometimes it just doesn't play well. That said, we're clearly not hearing the full story of what led to her calling Camille a c- I had an initiation tonight. Poor David. I feel bad. I'm going to pass out. (laughs) Camille, you're a stupid Yeah, but I I was like, that came out of nowhere. Right. I also didn't, I I thought, I didn't know if we should talk about this before, but I didn't understand where she was going saying that she's going to make a dildo named Camille. Because she doesn't have a uterus. We're missing pieces of what led to this. I'm sure it was a really long, drawn-out, silly conversation that they couldn't show the whole thing. But yeah, so... Yeah, and I don't even think that people were that upset that she was saying, calling Camila cunt or whatever. I think it was more like, you're being really obnoxious right now. Can I you know. tone it I down? I did feel bad when PK is like... He, he's like trying to give her water. And then Mauricio, who was the nicest guy, he's like putting... Yeah, telling her to shh. Yeah. was like, oh. Right, Dorit, you need to be quiet. Right. It's just like, it was more like, ooh. I was like so embarrassed for her. Yes. Because like at the end of the day, like Camille shouldn't, and I don't think even did pay it any mind. It was more just like, I don't care about you. You're calling me a c- You're cl- Look at the way you're behaving. Like she looks like the asshole, not Camille. Yeah. And so that's, I was just like embarrassed for her. But at the same time, I've say, I loved it. I love drunk Dorit. <laughs> I want to get drunk with her. She seems fun. Speaking of c- it's time for Eric J. Mack. 
gonna give the gays everything they want. Hello. Hi. How are you guys? Rusty. We're worried about this episode. <laughs> we're worried about this episode being like all over the place. Uh, <laughs> but we're glad you are here. I'm glad to be here. Thanks for having me again. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm here for, right? Yes. The most Erica Jane moment of the week. Yay! Okay, so this one um, is, I think, pretty obvious. Like in the episode, it's the look she gives, uh, you know, uh, before the geisha house. It's when she comes out with the pink wig. She's got mm. the vintage Gucci boots. She's got the Alexander McQueen dress or kimono type of Ugh. thing. She looks like a superhero. And yes. did you notice also there's a big, uh, her branding is on the back of the McQueen. So, I mean, I come on. If that's not the most I Erica a- Jane thing. I couldn't tell if it was like another piece on top of the kimono that had her branding oh, or if she put it on the Alexander McQueen. Because a part of me was like, don't touch that. Well, I, I did have the same thought, I, I must mm. say. Um, I think she did. Maybe it was a second layer. But I mean, if she did go ahead and brand it herself, I mean, it's a, it's a custom McQueen. It's an Erica Jane original, which like... I, I want it. I'm so poor. <laughs> uh, plus, the whole moment of her I, that I thought was really funny is when she gets into the geisha house and then she has to take off the enormous vintage Gucci boots. I know. And she's just got the little socks. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. I felt like it was a really vulnerable moment. Like, that, those are the socks you wear. Okay. Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I was <laughs> I always, like I was always wondering. Yeah. yeah. I always wondered what you wear under those massive boots. Like, is it, do you wear socks? I guess you do. I mean, she was wearing them. I was. I thought it was funny. She's like, I should have worn knee highs. <laughs> knee high socks, right? Yeah. yeah. Vintage Gucci knee high socks. Exactly. <laughs> That's what you wear to the Geisha house. I mean, we all know that. I liked. It was slimy. It's a little slimy. It's a little slimy. It's a little, that was a really it's great a scene. Slimy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Erica. Uh, so yeah, that was the Erica J moment of the week. Eric, while you're here, what do you think of that Camille dinner? About the about what went down? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I think Dorit was just a little drunk, and I think she was just trying to maybe be playful, but it really registered <laughs> as incredibly wrong. And <laughs> I don't know what she was coming at Camille for. I mean, Camille wasn't really doing anything. <laughs> like this innocent on the side who's just talking about her struggles with reproduction. Right, and she seemed like she was so happy to introduce her boyfriend to everybody and, like, you know, was looking for like a low key like friends dinner at Kyle's, you know, and then all of a sudden it was just like an eruption, you know, like, I mean, like, so who said it? The tequila shot, like tequila, one tequila shot and you get a whole new, get a whole new Dorit. I mean, we can all, and we can all, right. And we can all relate to one too many tequila shots, you know, so we can't necessarily fault her for that. But that that, that sort of aggressive exclamation in Camille's direction was, (laughs) (laughs) I didn't see that coming. (laughs) Well, thank you. Thank you, guys. And I'll see you next Tuesday. Let's get into our rose and thorn. Yes. What was your rose? <laughs> I just, sorry, I just read it. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Because this is a little more Beverly Hills because I know we didn't get to talk about it as much. <laughs> Kyle. <laughs> I can't even say it. It's just so funny. Her house is in disarray because it's being worked on. And she's like looking for like glasses or something. She goes, Mom, what are your ashes doing here? Why are my mom's ashes down there? Jesus. This doesn't even go here. Oh, oh my God. Sorry about that, Mom. 
so like macabre and funny to me. I know. And you know who I thought about immediately? I was like, are Kim and Kathy sitting at home like, how dare she? <laughs> like, give us the ashes back. Oh my God, that's so funny. Uh, my Rose, I have two. Okay, so drunk Dorit just <laughs> being like, how dare you, Kyle, my best friend. Like, how sh- of you, my best friend, Kyle Richards. Excuse me? <laughs> like, I just felt like it was such a genuinely funny moment from her that we right. don't get to see all the time. And then um, also Lala thanking her kitty for taking that D like a champ. My mom taught me at a very young age to be thankful for every single part of your being. I don't love my feet, but I thank them because they walk me around. I thank my hands, even though I think they're man hands. They give great hand jobs. I thank my little kitty cat because it takes that D like a champ. <laughs> when did she do that? She's telling Ariana, like, I know it sounds corny, but I do daily affirmations. Oh, right. <laughs> One of them is I thank my hands for giving great hand jobs. Of all the things they can do. Yeah. That's a good one. Thorn. We didn't get to talk about it, but Real Housewives of Atlanta returned this week to a very serious episode. And not only do several of the women talk about their own experiences with domestic violence, but Cynthia's mom goes in and talks about her own personal experience. And so it's a little bit of a rose and a thorn because obviously these are terrible experiences. And hearing that, I just, I watched it in a meeting a few, like a month ago, and I was like a mess in the meeting. And I was a mess watching it again. And But at the same time, like, the fact that these women came together for this cause and how brave they were, it was just so inspiring and just, like, I felt really, like, proud to be at a network that's, like, showcasing this. Right. So. It was also my thorn and specifically Cynthia trying to walk to her mom to comfort her and Kenya being like, no, like, this – we have to let her finish. Oh, so sad. I'm like getting emotional thinking about it. It was just, it was a lot. Uh, but yeah, they're all amazing women. Yeah. So we want to hear what your rose and thorn of the week was at home. So tweet us using the hashtag Bravo Daily Dish. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Meg Segura. You can find me on Instagram at Suspiciously Small and on Twitter at Rachie Rob. Now it's time for. Some fan shout-outs. Yes. (laughs) Fan shout-outs. It's just a bird, you guys. I do want to uh, shout-out an Instagram comment I got today. It's from LJ underscore Paris Photographer. Hi, Meg. Just to tell you that you have fans all the way in Paris, France. I listen to you and Rachel religiously. Keep up the great work. Oh, Merci. <laughs> Paris, though, I feel really fancy. Wee oui, wee. Oui. <laughs> um, I'm gonna read one because it's about myself. Oh, okay. <laughs> From at Isaiah Jovan uh, at Richie Rob's rant about the Bubba incident on Pump Rules was so passionate I die. Crying emoji, laughing face, crying emoji, laughing face. At Mexicura, Bravo Daily Dish, even when she's out of the office, she still brings it. And you do. You bring it. Thank you. I also just want to shout out Isaiah because he also tweeted at me. Oh! He's my only fan. (laughs) I'm sure that's my first. My first fan. All right. Uh But guys, let's keep the fans' shout-outs to Grace in a minimum. We don't want to create a monster here. Right. The the, the head, the ego on this one. Keep her humble. (laughs) 
Uh, oh, and I did want to shout out uh, at Amanda Vickerson. We horse girls are all the same. <laughs> if you grow it, if you grow up in it, it never leaves you. Love the Ariana Teddy comparison. So true, Grace. I totally agree. I know I mentioned it earlier, but I see it. It's so clear to me. And also because she's like, I don't want to be part of the drama. It's like, it's really good, Grace. <laughs> good analysis. Uh, we wanted to do some iTunes shout-outs as well. Um, Faith James 1996 said, Megan, is this Faith who always tweets us? If you're Faith that always tweets us, let us know. Um, Megan and Rachel are seriously funny and always say what I'm thinking about my fave Bravo moments. I try to <laughs> save episode until Friday night when I drive home from college because it's the only thing that gets me through it. Thanks for aiding my college education in a very meaningful way. But seriously, if you're a Bravo fan, you will love this podcast like Lisa loves pink and Jax loves to cheat. Oh my God, Faith, I didn't get to the end. Uh, from Lauren Hale, I look forward to this podcast every week. I wish I could call my two older sisters and vent about an outrageous Vanderpump Rules or Housewives show. So Rachel and Meg are my honorary ladies for all things Bravo. Love you both. Keep doing what you're doing. Oh, my God. Thank you, Lauren. I've never had a sister. Neither have I. So now we feel like we have one. And Lauren. So please keep leaving these amazing reviews on iTunes. They help us out a lot. So if you want this to keep going and us to keep talking to you, please review us on iTunes. Because otherwise we can't. <laughs> Otherwise, and we're we going to get shut down like next week. So <laughs> you think we're joking. But we're not. <laughs> See you next week. Fucking <laughs> fun, and I got my girls with me. With the boys at the table getting tipsy. Miss me, kiss me. Welcome to Pura, the most pristine, safe, climate stable city on Earth. A haven amidst the wreckage. Here, you're safe from heat domes, superstorms, water bandits in the outer lands. There's no crime in Pura, no murder, no suicide. And best of all, there's no cost to join us. In Pura, we promise to keep you safe. They killed her! You took everything! In a world that doesn't feel so safe anymore, we're waiting for you. Here, in Pura. The Last City is a new scripted audio drama from Wondery. Enjoy The Last City on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of The Last City right now ad-free on Wondery Plus. Get started with your free trial at wondery.com slash plus. Hey, it's Guy Raz here, the host of How I Built This, a podcast that gives you a front row seat to how some of the biggest products were built and the innovators, entrepreneurs, and idealists behind them. Every week, I speak to someone new, stories like Justin Wolverton's, a lawyer who just wanted a healthy alternative to ice cream, so he created Halo Top in his Cuisinart. Or Todd Graves, who grew his fried chicken restaurant Raising Cane's into one of the most successful fast food chains in the U.S. All of these great conversations can help you learn how to think big, take risks, and navigate crises in life and work from people who've done all of that and more. Follow How I Built This on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to How I Built This early and ad-free right now on Wondery Plus.